Welcome to God's Acre On The Go, a worship podcast of the Congregational Church of New Canaan in New Canaan, Connecticut. To learn about the life of our church, our in-person ministries, and the virtual connections and offerings available, please visit us at www.godsacre.org. Now, wherever you are, wherever you are going, we welcome you to worship. Church family, This is the day the Lord has made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. Welcome to God's Acre on the Go. Uh, Wherever you are, wherever you're traveling, we're glad to have you tuning in with us. So this morning, we invite you to prepare your hearts uh, and minds for summer worship as we listen to our anthem. While the storm clouds gather Across the sea, let us swear allegiance to a land that's free. Let us all be grateful for a land so fair as we raise our voices in a solemn prayer. known as the farewell discourses in the Gospel of John, Jesus said goodbye to his disciples and prepares them for life after he dies. He tells them what to do, follow his teachings, and introduces them to the third person of the Trinity, the Holy Spirit, who will guide them and build them up after he dies. And then he gives them the most precious gift of all, the gift of peace. These words are often quoted in memorial services, but today we're not having a memorial service. So I want you to just relax and listen to the beauty of these words. A reading from John chapter 14, verses 23 to 27. Listen for the word of God. Jesus replied, Anyone who loves me will obey my teaching. My Father will love them, and we will come to them and make our home with them. Anyone who does not love me will not obey my teaching. These words you hear are not my own. They belong to the Father who sent me. All this I have spoken while I am still with you, but the Advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and will remind you of everything I have said to you. Peace 
I leave with you. My peace I give to you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled, and do not let them be afraid. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. Each and every one of us, O God, has been at sea in troubled waters. Whether it's in a waiting room in the hospital while surgery for a loved one is underway, and we pray almost without words, O God, if you have ever heard me, hear me now. Whether it is at the time a relationship ends and leaves emptiness and doubt, wondering if we can slog the path of loneliness one more time. Whether it is after a long and valiant battle with a beloved one's cancer, a battle which leaves us broken inside, wondering if the shattered pieces of our heart can ever be mended and healed once our loved one is gone. Whether it is when profound depression leaves one feeling lost, deep in a cave, wondering if the light will ever be seen again. All of us, O God, have been tossed and turned by our deepest fears of life and love. And then, quite unpredictably, in the middle of the storm, in the middle of the chaos, in the middle of the turmoil, comes peace. And a confidence in our hearts that no matter what happens, we will survive and that you will be with us. O Lord, was that you? That brought peace? Was that you amidst the chaos and panic who stilled the storm and showed us peace? Was that you who calmed our hearts and showed us a way out of the turmoil? Holy and gracious God, today we look at a difficult subject how to find peace in turmoil. I ask that you might pour through me the gift of preaching that these ordinary words might somehow become by a miracle of your grace, life-giving, that they might be tailor-made for each and every one of us. And we pray with great anticipation in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. St. Therese of Lisieux, who died in 1897, is perhaps best remembered for this famous prayer. May today there be peace within. May you trust God that you are exactly where you were meant to be. Barbara Brown Taylor, Episcopal priest and very well-known writer, said, There is no experience in the world that we want more and have less than the experience of peace. So today I want to focus on really just one word, peace. Where do we get it? Are you someone who largely feels at peace with yourself and with the world? Or are you someone who tends to be anxious and worry? Wherever you are on that spectrum, today we will look at the promise of Christ's peace and talk about where we can attain it. In the Bible, there is one command that occurs more often than any other, and it's not the command to love. It is two words, fear not. I want to begin by saying that fear doesn't seem to be the worst vice, it doesn't even make the list of the seven deadly sins. Pride, greed, lust, envy, gluttony, wrath, and sloth. 
So why does the phrase fear not occur 366 times in the Bible, once for every day of the year and once for leap year? Fear is an internal warning system that pushes us into self-correction mode. Fear tells us to wake up, pay attention, there's danger ahead, and we go into fight, flight, or freeze mode. All of us are born with innate fears, fear of falling, fear of the dark, fear of falling in the dark, fear of public speaking, and fear of children's toys that come with the words, some assembly required. Worry is a special form of fear, where fear comes and goes when the danger departs, usually in a minute, in a few minutes, or even an hour. Worry sets up camp. Worry stays a while. Worry never moves out easily. Worry has to be evicted. In our scripture passage this morning, Jesus promises the disciples, Peace I give to you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world giveth I unto you. Let not your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. Christ's peace is the eviction notice for worry. For those of you who worry, for those of you who have felt anxious during this pandemic, and for all who struggle to feel calm and confident, I want you to know that I'm a fellow struggler. There have definitely been times in my life when I've had to work at being at peace. Usually our scripture passages for preaching are assigned, but since it's summer, we get to choose our own passage. And I chose this passage because it's the first passage I ever memorized and immediately realized, oh, what a terrible passage for what's going on in the world. Ukraine, Uvalde, and now the Supreme Court decision with Roe versus Wade. We are not at peace in our country. And then I thought about the last two years and how anxiety has become an epidemic in our country, especially in our young people. It's hard to even find therapists for our young adults struggling with anxiety right now. And I thought, what a terrible passage to have picked. And then I thought again, maybe it's the perfect passage. If I preach about how difficult it is to find peace sometimes. Reformed theologian Shirley Guthrie says, when you don't know what the future holds, scripture tells us we do know who holds the future. And that's the message of Easter. That's the good news of Jesus Christ. Is it possible to find peace when you're in a crisis? I think the answer is yes. But it's a subtle shift from worrying about what the future holds to remembering who holds the future. And that teeny tiny shift allows us to open the door for peace and let in faith and trust in God. Dean Gregory Sterling of Yale Divinity School wrote these words at the beginning of the pandemic. After he made the decision to close the Divinity School, he walked through the campus in the empty corridors while security locked the doors all around him. And then he went in his office and wrote a brief letter to the Divinity School community entitled, Why Faith Matters. Faith enables us to face the uncertain with mental calmness. Faith neither naively wishes for the impossible 
nor unrealistically ignores the fact that tragedy can happen to me and my family. Faith neither panics nor shuts its eyes to reality. Faith is the quiet confidence that no matter what we face, God will give us the strength to face it. So peace comes not when there is no chaos and turmoil. Rather, Christ's peace comes in the midst of the chaos and the turmoil, right before the stampede. And suddenly there is mental calm. Suddenly there is quiet confidence that no matter what we face, God will give us the strength to face it. When I was in high school, someone asked me if my Christian faith was some sort of a lucky rabbit's foot that would protect me from all bad things happening. I've learned as an adult the hard way that that's not true, but my faith has single-handedly gotten me through. What do you do when you cannot find peace? Sooner or later, it dawns on us, even the most stubborn of us, that we need to pray. And when it's really bad, we may be even forced to pray without words. But I have learned that those are some of the best prayers, silent prayers. Let me tell you why. Danish theologian Soren Kierkegaard says, first we pray for what we want. If you don't get what you want, then you pray for understanding. But if understanding doesn't come, we are forced to sit in silence and wait for God. And then it happens. Peace sets in. Be very sure when you pray, you don't always get what you want, but you do get God. And God will carry us through the rough times. May today there be peace within And may you trust God that you are exactly where you are meant to be. May it be so. May it be so. Let us pray. Holy and gracious God, sometimes life is easy and we walk a well-worn path. But other times we struggle with health or work or relationships And it's difficult to find our way. When life is easy, peace is taken for granted. But when we struggle, we we search for peace of mind and peace of heart. And sometimes we just can't find it. So when there are no easy answers, when there is panic and turmoil and chaos around us, remind us to be calm, to pray, to be quiet, to be silent, to search for you. Grant us the peace which passes all understanding. And we know that, we, that you will, for we pray in your name. And now as Jesus taught us, we are bold to pray together. Our Father who art in heaven, Hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. 
and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Church family, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace, now and forevermore. Amen. Thank you for joining us for Worship on the Go. To support this podcast and the ministries of our church, please consider making a contribution by clicking the Give button in the top right on our website, www.godsacre.org, or within today's email. God bless you and have a wonderful week.